We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Hey everybody, welcome to SwiftCast, the Taylor Swift podcast for the fans by the fans. Today is May 5th and I have a question for you guys and all the Swifties that are listening. Who in the world has been having dreams about meeting Taylor? Because I'm having them every night. I have. I've had more like nightmares about almost meeting Taylor and then something goes wrong. I'm just, I'm getting to that point. I think as it's getting closer, it's getting closer to my Denver show. So I'm having more and more dreams about meeting Taylor and being at the concert and things like that. I had a dream once where it was before the red tour actually had started, but I was at some tour of hers, some made up tour in my dream. And I somehow got to meet her and waited in this long line to meet her. And then after I met her, all the photos accidentally got deleted. Oh, (laughs) but I guess I would still have the memory just in my dream. Well, this is Haley, Ashley and Bill. And now it's time for keeping up with. Swift! Taylor had a concert last night, Saturday, May 4th, in Detroit, Michigan, which was the first stadium show of the Red Tour. Awesome. So exciting. And I was there. It was, I think, as I said last week, a last-minute decision to just get a bus ticket and a random concert ticket and go. And it was definitely a very good decision. It was awesome seeing the show at a stadium. And later in the episode, we're going to be talking all about what the main differences were between a stadium red show and the arena red shows that we've seen so far. Um, and I'm sure many of you are wondering about the wild card song. Last night, Taylor sang ours, which was amazing. I was really hoping it would be one she hadn't played so far on this tour, and ours is definitely like in one of my probably top ten Taylor songs. And actually, last week in Lexington, one of my friends had a meet and greet before the show and asked Taylor to play ours, and Taylor said sure, but then she ended up playing our song, so we think she realized after the show that she did the wrong song and then sang ours last night instead. <laughs> <laughs> ours has always been a favorite of mine because she well, ours put that and our song they both start with our you know it's it's, a, it's an understandable mistake i feel like she heard her but then got confused and then randomly woke up in the middle of the night like a day later and was like crap i played the wrong song, <laughs> crap, I played the wrong song. <laughs> so she did it last night and it was great seeing it acoustic and our seats were near the mini stage so i had a good view of her for that a lot of exciting things happened, some of which we'll get to later, but I met and saw a lot of fans with very, very unique costumes and outfits. And as we've mentioned in previous episodes, we're looking for those kinds of people to submit all of your photos of costumes and signs for our fan yearbook. So I took a few pictures of some really unique ones that I saw, and they're going to be up on our website. So definitely go check those out. And one of my favorites, I saw these two girls outside before the show, and their names were Allison and Caitlin. And they had, they were dressed up as French fries and had a sign that said, we love Tater Swift. (laughs) (laughs) It was really cute. And I took their photo and got their info and names and everything. And then later I looked up on Twitter. Also, that's what that girl was talking about. Some girl tweeted us on on her Twitter and she's like, I was the French fry girl and I didn't know what she was talking about. I gave her our business card and said, I'm going to post your photo. So tweet me so I know your name and can credit you. (laughs) <laughs> so that was them and then i looked them up later and saw they ended up getting club red so i was definitely awesome excited for them. yeah because that was really creative 
That is awesome. really cool. Yeah. So there were many others that were also very cool, and those will be up on our site. So that was Detroit. And then the next show, which I will also be attending, I'm very excited about, is the Louisville, Kentucky show on Tuesday, May 7th. And then following that, the next day, it, um, she'll be in Columbus on May 8th. And then after that, the next shows are May 11th and 12th in Washington, D.C. So Yay. it'll be exciting to see what the wildcard songs are and anything else exciting that might happen at those. And also, in case you haven't heard yet, Taylor will be coming to London on June 9th for the Capital FM Summertime Ball, which was recently announced. So if you're one of our UK Swifties, I think the tickets are sold out, but you never know. Sometimes they add more or have ways to win them. So definitely go look into that. Awesome. Except for, like, that's right after her CMA performance. Right. So we still don't know what's going to be happening that week, but we're waiting for news. And as soon as we get any, we'll tell you. We're in the home stretch now. Uh, <laughs> shut until... up. <coughs> Let us know. My bad. Sorry, I had something, I had something stuck in my throat. You know, I just had to get it clear. So the next single is confirmed. It's Everything Has Changed. Unfortunately, we have some sadder news, though. Unfortunately, in an interview, Ed said that there's not going to be a video. That is very sad. Which means I'm not going to get my swear in. It's just sad. She hasn't it would have been awesome to see. singles without releasing a video. I wonder why. Yeah. Maybe it's because her schedule is so tight anyways with the tours going on. Yeah, but, but how cute would that be to see Ed and Taylor doing a video together? What if it's going to be one of the... She might change her mind and it'd be one of those... Um, you know what would be cool is if, like, they put um, some of Ed's video diaries into it. Like, well, that's like, what we were saying last week, how that would be really cool. But I yeah. don't know. Maybe she feels like if she were to do one, she wants it to be, like, an actual video with the story and characters and everything and didn't want to do it that way. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what's not sad? What's what? not sad? It's almost time for Taylor's New Girl episode. <gasps> that's right. I'm so looking forward to this. Oh, my gosh. It's I really so soon excited. now. It's uh, it's airing on May 14th, and uh, Taylor is playing a character named Elaine who was trying to break up an ex's wedding, and I'm really hoping the episode is titled Speak Now, but that's just me. Well, we'll find You're out a goof, but do, uh, do either of you guys actually watch The New Girl? Not regularly. I watch it every now and then. I feel the same way. I'm like a, I'm a casual watcher. I need to catch up, though, before the 14th. <laughs> so I'm going to be like in the know when Taylor's on. So yeah, make sure that you uh, set your DVRs for that and don't miss out on Taylor because uh, from what everybody is saying that has been uh, doing interviews from like the cast and stuff, they've, they're they saying that Taylor is hilarious. And so all I can think of in my head is like her character from Valentine's Day, like awkward dancing. Taylor's always hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she is. I love it. Yeah, the uh, cast, I know that they were saying that um, she, she did a really good natural job acting too. Like they didn't have to give her a lot of like guidance and pointers. They said that she just nailed it. Well, she is Taylor. She nails everything. Yep. Truth. So five days after New Girl, the Billboard Music Awards will be airing, which is May 19th at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Taylor is nominated for 11 nominations, which are Top Country Artist, Top Country Song for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, Top Country Album for Red, Top Artist, Top Billboard 200 Album for Red, Top Female Artist, Top Hot 100 Artist, Top Billboard 200 Artist, Top Digital Record Artist, Top Social Artist, 
top streaming song video for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, and the Billboard Milestone Award, which is fan voted, and you can vote once per, once per day at billboard.com backslash milestone. Cool. I'm excited. So, Go get your vote on. Vote for did Taylor. Did I vote yesterday? Because I did. I did. It's the first thing I do when I wake up. Yay, that's a good way to start the day. I know she's going to take home some awards that night. I just oh, know yeah. it. I have a really good feeling. She's going to slay I'm so it. sad that I'm broke because I got invited to be in the pit at the billboards. And I can't go. Well, maybe somebody will be looking out for you and find a way for you to get there. Hey, if there's any like super rich fans that are going that want to like buy me a plane ticket to Vegas, I can totally go. Hint, hint. Just never know. She really wants the pit at the billboard. She's I also really want to go, but I have no money after going to three red shows in a row on last week and this week. Yeah, I know the feeling. And saving up for CMA Fest. So something exciting is happening tomorrow on Monday, May 6th. Does anyone know what that might be? Hmm, I think it might have something to do with... I know, that, I know that Taylor is not doing a, a video highway? for Everything Has Changed, but she did do a video involving Tim McGraw and, you know, a, a particular highway. The Highway Don't Care video comes out tomorrow. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And as you know, this is Taylor's song with Tim McGraw, which also features Keith Urban. And you guys can expect an in-depth discussion all about the video next week. We're very excited to see it. And they're going to be premiering it through a Google Plus Hangout at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So similar to sort of how Taylor did her uh, web chat when she announced Red and We're Never Ever Getting Back Together. And you could log on through Google Plus and try and chat with her. They're doing this for Tim McGraw tomorrow. So if you're a Tim McGraw fan or if you just want to see the premiere because Taylor's in it, log on to Google Plus at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And let us know what you think of the video. Tweet us, email us. We love to hear your opinions, and we'll share all our opinions with you next week. Yay! And they released sort of a brief clip of the video. It was only about 15 seconds, but what did you guys think of it? Tim McGraw is just gorgeous. He is. There's no denying that. The guy just gets more gorgeous the older he gets. He I, does. I, well, yeah. It's Tim McGraw. Faith is one lucky girl. Taylor looked yeah. gorgeous in the video. I just can't wait for the entire... Yeah, I definitely want to see how they put it all together. All I can think of in my head is when Taylor was doing their performance, and she was, you know, doing that... She was in that backup singer dress, and she was doing those awkward backup moves. I don't think she'll be doing those in the video. No, probably not. Let's hope not. I mean, granted, it was funny live, but... The clip that they showed didn't really give much away in terms of the story. Yeah, we'll have to, uh, that's a little bit of a mystery so far, so we'll have to wait and see how that develops tomorrow. But I did see that, I think Keith Keith Urban was in the clip too, wasn't he? Um, yes. I was like, did that happen or did I imagine it? No, he's in it. And I love him. I've been a huge fan of him for years and years, and I try and see him whenever he comes to Chicago. So him collaborating with Taylor is like a dream come true for me. <laughs> how cool would it be if they performed that at CMA Fest? That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Because I don't think Tim is confirmed, but Taylor and Keith both are going to be there. That would be so amazing, though. And it's also been rumored that, well, last week a couple of fans heard them sound checking it at Cleveland and I believe also in Indianapolis. So based on past times when Taylor sound checks someone else's song, that usually means somewhere a few shows down the road that person will be showing up. 
And if Tim shows up in Louisville on Tuesday, I will die. <laughs> I think it's I can, possible I can see since it now. he's going to be in Nashville Monday. They could do it. They could figure it out. Come on. Come on, TMA people. Make it Stay happen. Stay tuned for next week when we'll reveal whatever ended up happening and talk all about the video. So speaking of videos, there is also uh, recently released a behind-the-scenes video for Taylor, for Taylor's Diet Coke commercial. I loved that. I thought it was really cute. I thought it was like, my I like how she like meant specifically said that you know she liked how they showcased the songwriting process because they have her like behind the scenes. You know they have her um like working on the song itself when it's just like her kind of quiet, and they have fans you know fans singing it in other clips. And it's just I think she was just saying that like during the behind the scenes video that she liked how they showcased that like from you know just the sketching on a piece of paper to it being out into the world and being fully produced and developed and fans jamming to it i think it's got to be kind of an incredible feeling to like be sitting in your you know sitting in your room with your guitar and just sketching some ideas down and then you hear the final product and you see people responding to it that's got to be kind of an amazing feeling i agree and i think it's a very well-made commercial i've seen it probably well over a hundred times since they play it all over the place at the red tour and i just love it it's so much fun my favorite is the guy flipping burgers yeah (laughs) i love that guy (laughs) i didn't see any diet coke being handed out in detroit last night but i hope they continue to do that like they were last week okay before we go any further diet coke is sponsoring taylor swift right right okay june Mm -hmm. 2nd you want to know what the arena she's playing at is called Pepsi Center. The Pepsi Center. Oh, that's a bit of a conflict uh, of interest. I can't wait for that. We're going to be like, I got Diet Coke in the Pepsi Center. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward moment when. Yep, pretty much. That's funny. It's going to be fun. I wonder if they she knew they were going to be a sponsor when she decided to play at the Pepsi Center. She probably did. Well, she play, yeah, well, she plays at Denver all the time. She's It's a big you know, city that she'll come to. And other than, you know, the stadium, that's the biggest arena that we have around Colorado. Does anyone know if the Diet Coke silver ticket scavenger hunt has still been going on? I haven't been I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, it looks like, I'm looking at Twitter right now, and it looks like they haven't had any scavenger hunts since the Atlanta one. So maybe they'll start that back up again, but it looks like they haven't been doing it for every show. That's a bummer. So Taylor is attending the Met Gala, and she's attending with Jay Mendel, and she also attended uh, with it with him in 2011. So that's pretty cool. And Taylor has a dating profile out there. This is so funny. I love it. I love People's this. People's Magazine has created a dating profile for Taylor, stating things like her turnoffs are being interrupted. People with fur allergies, dark gray, and her turn-ons are gummy bears, kittens, the color red, and things like that. So it's really funny. I love that, though. (laughs) Turn-offs being interrupted and fur allergies. I think it's really funny when People Magazine can actually, you know, have a little fun. Just, you know. Do yeah. Yeah, just be silly. So I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like some mini-segments right now. Me too! How'd you know? segments. We have a lot of submissions this week. A lot. Our first one comes to us from me. (laughs) 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 On Twitter. Go ahead and reach your own. (laughs) My Swifty problem this week was 
when you need a separate folder on your iPhone for all of your Taylor related apps. <laughs> I have that. No, seriously, I have, I have that. I have my Taylor Swift app, the Greeting Cards app, the Big Machine app, the Wonderstruck app, and I feel like there's another. And a lot of times I have trouble finding them because I have so many other apps. So I was like, I really should just have a Taylor app folder. That would be a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, a wise decision to make is just create a separate folder so you don't have to go searching for all the Taylor stuff. Our second one comes from Bounce Ruby 2013 on Twitter. And she says, it feels like the perfect night to listen to SwiftCast while cleaning the house. I love Go it. for Yay, it. Yay, we love that. I love it. We highly recommend that. that. We can motivate you. That makes me happy. I hope you have a really clean house. <laughs> On a regular weekly basis. Yeah. Our next one comes from Tibet Angel. You haven't listened to any music other than Red since October 2012. Swifty Problems. That was my Swifty <laughs> problem until probably like at least December or January. Yeah, yeah, I was I had read on repeat like exclusively for a while too. No matter what I do, if Taylor, if I'm playing Taylor any song, and my daughter hears it, she automatically wants it to hear "We Are Never Ever," getting back together. <laughs> That's so adorable. I love her. She's so cute. Oh, Carly. <laughs> Our next one is from Swift underscore Lover on Twitter, and she says, getting really annoyed when Taylor's first albums are not under country in a CD store. Swifty problems. That's weird, because I mean, I would understand why they might put Red in pop, but why would they put Taylor Swift in anything else but country? Because that album was country, like, exclusively. Yeah, no doubt. Sometimes no doubt. when I go to Target and see things like that, I do a little creative rearranging. <laughs> yes. It needs to happen. It does. Our next one is from Ashley Smith via Facebook, and she said, After hearing one of Taylor's songs on the radio, you start singing the next song on the album, then realize this isn't her CD. Swifty problems. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. But now I, I rearrange them so they're in order of the tour. Oh, that's a good idea. So. Oh, nice. Yep. So do you have the songs from her other albums that she does in a playlist with them, or just the Red yep. songs? Yep, I have Red on Very a playlist, creative. and it goes in order, and then for her wild song, I just, you know, don't have anything for that, and it just goes on. That, that should last you until hopefully the tour CD comes out. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Our next one is from TaylorFan135, Swifty Problems. When people at school say I'm obsessed with Taylor, like it's a bad thing. Don't worry, Taylor fan, it's not a bad thing. Nope. Nope. Embrace I'd rather it. be known for that <laughs> than nope. for anything else, honestly. If you have to be obsessed with something, Taylor is a good one way to go. There are way worse things to be obsessed with. I agree. A next one comes from TaylorFan696 on Twitter. And she says, deciding what merch to buy at a Taylor concert. Swifty problems. I know. I feel like all, all merch at concerts should just be, like, complimentary, you know, because you bought your ticket, so... Or at least one item included with your ticket. Yeah. Right. That would be a perfect idea. I've gone to four red shows, but all I've bought so far is one t-shirt and the tour book, but I want every single shirt. Oh my god, I love the tour book. Yeah, it's pretty much my favorite thing ever. I'm hoping I can get some of the bands and dancers to sign it this week. That's probably what I'm going to try to do. I love how they put all their their pictures in the back. I know, because there's a lot of them, and it's hard to keep them straight unless you don't have a guide. Exactly. So our next one is from Castle on a Cloud 13 on Taylor Connect. 
It feels like the perfect night to dance around to stay, stay, stay with my little brother. Aw. Aw. I love dancing around to that song. It's so cute and bouncy. Especially when you start to incorporate the tour choreography into it. Oh my gosh. I love the choreography. Choreography is perfect. (laughs) Uh, Our next one is a double submission here, also from Castle on Cloud 13 on Taylor Connect. And she says, living in Australia and always getting the tubers last. Swifty problems. Okay, I agree with you that that's a Swifty problem, but you live in Australia. <laughs> like, right there, that gives me a reason to be jealous of you. Yeah, Australia's yeah. pretty awesome. I've never been there, but I really want to go. That is it definitely is on my bucket list. I love it. And, I mean, Taylor probably just saves the best for last because she loves Australia so much. Exactly. See, you're the best, Australia. Australia. She likes to hold koalas. <laughs> she does. Go Aussie Swifties. Our next one is from Gabby562 on Twitter. Wanting to buy all the Taylor Swift kids shoes and not having enough money. Swifty problems. This is the story of my life. <laughs> it is a story of your life. I only have the I only have the original red ones. I want the tour ones, and of course, I want all of the new ones. But yeah, I want the ones with the sunglasses on them. Those are super cute. I was gonna say I forgot to mention earlier. I don't know if the Cads booth at the tour had this earlier, but now they have these really awesome red tour shoelaces you can win. Nice. Ooh, yeah, they was definitely not in Omaha. Yeah, they didn't have them in Omaha. They also have sunglasses now, and I won a pair of the shoelaces yesterday, and I put them on my Cads, and now they're that much more awesome. They say Red Tour 2013, Taylor Swift, and have a little heart fell over them. They're super Aww, cute. That's so I want cute. Em. I love it. So... If you have Keds, or if you even just have regular shoes that you want to turn into Taylor's shoes, you should go visit the Keds booth when you go to the Red Tour. The next one comes from Dust on My Boots 13. When your cat has terrible posture and you accidentally call him Meredith. Swifty problems. <laughs> I'm getting a cat and I'm seriously thinking about naming it Meredith. Can it live Number up two. to the real Meredith, though? I feel like there can only be one cat in the world that cute. Well, mine's going to just be a regular tabby, so it's not even comes close to the cuteness of Meredith. I haven't, like, I've never thought of myself as a pet person, and I probably will never get one, but I honestly, when she first got Meredith, looked up where I could get one like her. They're so expensive. I I know. They're seriously in the $1,000 ranges. Although although the cat that I'm going to get when I get another cat is going to be even more expensive. It's crazy. I want a miniature Persian. Like a miniature cat, basically, and they're like we can dollars. Hey, Belle, we can all be yes. crazy cat ladies with Taylor. We can be crazy cat ladies, and it's all because of Taylor, and we love her. You know, one thing has really um, made me really happy about all these mini segment submissions is that they all came from like different places of contacting us. Yay! So Thanks, that was that like true. super awesome that we got emails and Facebook. So if you guys want to leave us mini segments, we got a lot for this week, so we're happy to take everything that you guys have. Um, you can tweet us at SwiftCast13. You can go on our Facebook at Facebook.com slash SwiftCast13 and uh, leave it there. You can email us at SwiftCast13.com. You can use the contact Ach. form on our website at SwiftCast13.com. Or you can tailor connect us at SwiftCast13. So basically, if you can remember SwiftCast13, you're good to go. Good to go. Good to go. (laughs) Well, today's Taylor quote of the week comes from Taylor Swift 
of course, at the Lexington Red Show. And she said, I have a lovely delusion that people outgrow meanness. I was there for that. I loved when she said that. Oh, I'm jealous that you were there for that. Like, I love this quote because I feel like there's like the stereotypical um, idea that the meanest people are basically like junior high kids. And I'm not going to lie, like kids can be vicious. They can be really vicious. But the bigger, bigger problem, in my opinion, is adults who are bullies and vicious because there's no one oh, to tell yeah. you no. Yeah. Like when you're an adult, no one adult is going to be like, you know, oh, hey, you're in trouble for saying that. Like, you're not going to get punished. You know, you can just do whatever you want. So if you don't have a conscience or whatever, you know, there's no one that's going to stop you from being mean to somebody. I think a good point that she brings up is that it's not just just one time in your life. It's not just kids who are going to put you down and who are going to, you know, say mean things about you and who are going to try to push you around. It's, you know, it's something that's going to it's a potential thing that could happen your whole life. So at the end of the day, it's not avoiding those situations. It's learning how to handle them. You know, we always think, you know, that we'll just grow up and be more mature, but it really doesn't happen. People have want to gossip and want to, you know, just basically be mean to someone just because they can. And it's a sad thing. So, you know, when we actually see that the meanness in someone isn't, you know, they're, they don't see what, they're doing it's kind of it's kind of sad and you wish you know we could all grow up and you know have a peaceful world and one of the things that taylor has mentioned in a few of the shows and cited in a variety of different ways is that it doesn't matter you know how old you are it doesn't matter where you work it doesn't matter what your job is if you're in school whatever you're doing there's always going to be somebody trying to bring you down and it really is true i mean like, I'm 25, or no, I'm not. I'm 24. I'm not 25 yet. <laughs> and, and here comes Ashley, not knowing her own age. <laughs> Just kidding. You I can, think I sometimes you can think I'm closer to Taylor's age than I actually am. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I'm working full-time and in an office. You have all sorts of different people. And in one of my last jobs, I had somebody who was definitely a bully who went out of their way to make my job and my life harder. And instead of you know, thinking of yourself as the victim, you just have to think about the fact that, you know, being mature is a choice and growing up is something that we all have to do. But to actually be a grown up, you have to learn how to rise above any situation and just know that there's always going to be challenges thrown at you and you just have to know what your values are and the kind of person that you want to be. And just always remember that no matter what happens. Yeah, I think that's really true. I think that, you know, I know I've said this with other quotes because I think it's just a really important theme that Taylor has. But once again, it's it's not necessarily about avoiding situations where people are going to be mean to you because no matter what you're doing in life, like Ashley said, people are going to be mean to you and find some excuse to be. But it's more, you know, learning how to handle it. And, you know, in my opinion, it's taking the negativity that people throw at you and using it to do something positive for yourself. You know, if somebody hurts Taylor's feelings, she writes a song about it and it becomes a one number one hit, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I mean, but it's not necessarily about that. It's more about the fact that she does, you know, she talks about the fact that she writes songs in order to sort out her feelings. Like, that's how she deals with the negativity, you know, that anybody would try to bring in her life is by creating something positive out of it. And I think that if there's anything in the world that you should take away from being a fan of Taylor, it's that. Definitely. It's, you know, take 
you can't avoid, you know, people being negative, but what you can do is choose how to handle it, choose how to react. And the best way to do that is find out whatever helps you to get through it, you know? I mean, everybody has a different way of dealing with it. You know, she writes songs, I write novels, like everybody has a different way of dealing with it, that there's always going to be some way that you can find in your life to create something positive for you out of negativity that anybody else brings you. And I think that that is literally the most important lesson that Taylor could teach you. It's funny because, like you said, everybody has that thing that helps them, you know, feel better and escape from whatever's going on. And for me, that's Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, Taylor is the one thing that always makes me happy no matter what. No matter what else is going on. If I hear them playing Taylor somewhere, if I see Taylor on a magazine somewhere, it just instantly makes me happier. And some people might say, oh, that's so immature. You're obsessed with a celebrity. Like, how old are you? But no, it's something positive for me that's really just made my life awesome and makes me happy all the time. So just obviously, if you're listening, you probably feel the same way, but just find whatever that thing for you is. And that's all you can really do. You have to realize that if somebody is being mean to you, nine times out of ten, it has absolutely nothing to do with you whatsoever. Like, you could be a nail on the ground. You could be a piece of popcorn. Like, it doesn't matter who or what you are. They're not being mean to you because of anything that you said or did. Right. They're being mean to you because they have self-esteem problems and that's how they're dealing with them. So I think it's important to also keep that in mind. Well, thank you, Taylor, for providing us with yet another inspirational quote. She just always does that. (laughs) I don't think we're ever going to run out of quotes. Especially for her mean performance on this tour, she has the same basic message that she sort of says before each performance, each stop of the tour, but she always manages to add in something different that gives you something new and something else to take away from it. Mm -hmm. So true. So Ashley, I'm dying now. I can't can't take it anymore. How how was the stadium show? It was great. It was so good. I'm really, really glad that I went. And there's a lot of cool things that I can tell you guys about that I'm sure you want to know. Are there any questions, the specific ones that you have, or do you want me to just go through everything? Uh, I do have Uh, one question. Yes. Since it's a stadium show, she can't, you know, hang off the ceiling. I'll get there. (laughs) Okay. So I'll sort of go in. Get around that. I'll go in chronological order, I guess. Was the so, hold on? Was the stage a lot bigger? It was huge. Okay, so they had especially made one for just the stadiums. Yes, it was definitely a lot bigger, and it was a lot higher off the ground too. So, for the people in the front row, they honestly would have to be looking up. Oh man! And it was so far away, like the front row and the stage. There was a big enough gap that Taylor couldn't even hand her hat to somebody in the front row like she normally does. She handed it to somebody in the pit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, there's definitely, they definitely had to make some stage modifications. And I'm guessing since it was the first stadium show, they sort of saw how it worked and might tweak it a little bit because there's a pretty big time gap between each stadium show. So, it'll yeah. be interesting to see the next one, which I think is one of the Texas shows, if it has changed at all. So, yeah, the stage was huge. So, we this was at Ford Field in Detroit, which holds 50,000 people, which is a lot of people obviously yeah. it's about three times as much as the average arena that taylor has been playing at so far and i didn't realize until like the day before we went that it was a covered arena or a covered stadium a lot of the stadiums are completely outdoor but this one was an indoor dome 
So it was really just like a supersized arena. Oh, huh. that's kind of cool. Yeah. It so was... there was a ceiling? Yes. So awesome. there was a ceiling, and the first thing that we did when we got to our seats was look around to see if the Sparks Fly balcony was hanging from the ceiling, which we didn't see it. We thought there was a possibility it could get lowered down later, but it didn't look like there was anywhere for them to really put it. So we were wondering what was going to go on. And I'll, I'll get to that as I sort of go through the show. But this one had a ceiling. A lot of the ones, such as Soldier Field in Chicago and Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, are totally outdoors. And most of the shows on the Red Tour, the official start time has been, I believe, 7 o'clock. And for this mm-hmm. one, it started at 6.30. And this was because there were three opening acts instead of two. So first there was Brett Eldridge, who is a country singer you may know of that has opened several of the other Red shows, who did about a 15-minute set. And then after him, there was Austin Mahone, who was only performing at the stadium shows because they are longer. So he did about a 15- or 20-minute set. Then there was a little break, and then Ed Sheeran did his set, and then, of course, Taylor. So Was his was, was his thing fixed? Which his thing? Crap, what is that? Oh my god, I'm having such a brain fart right now. I know, I know this, because there's no reason I shouldn't know it. It's the, the step pedal that he uses for pedal? Um, being my husband. Thank you. Yeah, I think, I think they fixed it. But supposedly, somebody was saying he broke his guitar yet again, which I didn't see, <laughs> but it, nothing, it doesn't surprise me at this point. He breaks it almost every show. I will never get over uh, his mishaps the very opening night. Oh my so gosh. Yeah, so it's silly. pretty much been downhill from there. He puts on a great <laughs> show, but something just always seems to go wrong with his equipment. Oh, goodness. Silly, silly, Ed. So there were a ton of lit up people in this arena. It was seriously like huge, gigantic Christmas tree. Between the people with costumes and the people with signs and the people with glow sticks, I would say of the 50,000 people, at least 25,000 of them had glow sticks, like the big ones that Taylor sells that you wave around. Wow. It was That'd so be cool. lit up. And I took some cool pictures, which I'll try and put up on our site. And another difference from the typical arena show was that they let fans on the floor have posters, which didn't really end up being a good thing. A lot of people that were on the floor were having problems seeing because people did have signs. So I don't know why they did that. And I don't know if that's going to be something that other stadiums allow. But the floor was kind of also a free-for-all. It was huge because it was such a big stadium. And people were sort of just walking and running around and dancing all over the place and not really staying in their seat. And they, the security didn't really seem to care. So if you are going to a stadium and you are on the floor, you might have more room to walk around and dance and do whatever. And Mm -hmm. when Taylor eventually came to the mini stage, about like hundreds of people ran over and it was just a huge sea of people surrounding the B stage. That is so cool. I am jealous. So the main difference, the main thing different about the show was that, as I said, there was no balcony for Sparks Fly. So we were like, how is she going to get back? What are they going to do? Are they going to carry her back? What's going on? And what she ended up doing was starting Sparks Fly, singing about a verse of it as she does, and then just walking all the way back to the stage with security, obviously. But kind of like what she did on the Speak Now tour, just walking and, you know, stopping a little bit for people, but trying to keep moving and weaving sort of through the floor. Mm -hmm. So she did that and she had to walk a long way, but somehow she timed it. So she got back to the stage at the exact same time that she would on the balcony. 
Oh, that's cool. Nice. So, again, if you have seats on the floor for a stadium, you might get lucky. And I have seats on the floor for Soldier Field, so I really hope that she does that again there. I mean, she pretty much has to. It's outdoor. There's no way for them to fly her like that. Didn't, though, on Speak Now, she fly on some of the outdoor shows? Um, I'm trying to remember. Because I know that there was a video of her balcony almost getting stuck, and I think that was an outdoor show. Hmm. Well, anyway, we'll see what she does. But in this particular one, she walked back. So people that were on the field got lucky. And, oh, also something interesting to mention about this show. There was a special celebrity guest who was in the audience. Who was it? Darren Chris from Glee was there. Oh, nice. Oh, really? It was very random. I didn't know it until later when people were tweeting it. And he wasn't, I don't think, in the sound booth. I think he was just in the crowd. And he apparently was in Michigan for some reason and just decided to come to see Taylor in concert. And he was later in Club Red and a lot of people met him in there, too. So she actually hugged him while she was walking back to the stage. Aww. Yeah, so that was That's nice. That is nice. Too bad Chris Golfer wasn't there. He's my favorite from Glee. And I think those were the main things. Do you guys have any other questions? I mean, was anything, like, I mean, okay, so since it was such a huge stadium, you know, compared to, like, everything else, was there more screens? Um, I think the screens were the same. They might have been bigger than usual, but it was just the main ones that were on the stage. I just remembered something else that happened, which doesn't usually happen. It was pretty cool. When Taylor first came out, after she sang State of Grace and read and was doing her little speech, or after she sang State of Grace and Holy Ground and was doing her speech that she normally does before read, she looked around, and as we know, Taylor often looks around the crowd and is totally amazed, but she was mm-hmm. really blown away by how lit up this place was. It was crazy. And she asked us if she could take a picture of us. Aww. Taylor Aww. pictured on t- during the concert. That reminds me of Ed. Ed. Ed's usually the one that does that in his set. I know. So I think because it was the first stadium show and it was the room was just so yeah. lit up and so cool, she wanted to do it. So as she eloquently explained, there was this camera guy person <laughs> somewhere. She was camera like, guy person. There's a, there, I think there's a camera guy and he's going to do his thing now from somewhere. <laughs> so she sort of posed and put her arms out and they took a picture which then she said is going to be on the wall in her house, which is very cool. Awesome. And she tweeted the photo later that night, and of course it's just a million little glowing blobs. You can't see anybody, but it's still nice to know that I'm in a picture that Taylor has. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So yeah, that was Detroit. It was amazing. I'm really glad I went. That is awesome. I'm lime green jello. (laughs) Lime green jello. So did she, uh, did she really rock Detroit? She really did. As Ed Sheeran says, she rocked our socks off. <laughs> you know what should have happened? Okay, you know how they do all those songs before she comes on stage and, you know, in a certain order? Yeah. They should have, like, switched out one of the songs with Detroit Rock City. Ooh, that would have been cool. Detroit Rock City, come on, kiss for Polly. Yeah, he would have loved it. <laughs> I saw a really cute picture. I don't know where it came from. I think it was from last night of Taylor... And all of the dancers and everybody with their hands in a circle backstage. Yep, yep, I have those. Or I saw those. I assume somebody, one of the doing dancers, the little, maybe doing the little, it. you know, the little huddle. Yeah. Pre-show huddle. I was like, I want to be in that huddle. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Me too. It's nice to see that, though, because I know, 
and Journey to Fearless it shows them doing that. It's nice to see that Taylor has kept some of the same traditions alive. Yeah, it is. One really funny thing that she said during the show, which I just remembered, was, as I mentioned earlier, on the B stage, she played ours, and she was doing a little intro speech beforehand, talking about when you're in a relationship, people are always going to have an opinion on it, and I don't remember the exact quote, but what she basically said was, and everybody has their opinion, so it can be really hard to make a relationship last. I mean, I wouldn't know, but you might. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Taylor. (laughs) We were just laughing, because she clearly came up with that on the spot, and it was so cute. But it was, like, in a funny way, though, not of course, she wasn't being bitter or anything. That's why uh, I, I love that know. she changes I mean, up the songs. I love that she'll do an impromptu dialogue that isn't rehearsed. <laughs> I love it when she just, like, says random things. Yeah, so that was funny. Yeah, I know. She made a couple of specific Mean Girls references in a new work that just made my whole life. She's the best. She's amazing. So, yeah, that was basically Detroit. Well, thank you, Ashley, for filling us in on the concert that me and Haley didn't get to go to. <laughs> Sad day. I'm going to be filling us in next week on Louisville, and then after that, I'm going to be really sad when I don't have any more to fill in on for a while. Don't worry, I have you for Denver. Okay. And I've got you for Philly. My next time that I'm for sure seeing Taylor is CMA Fest, and other than that, okay. I don't have any other red shows yet planned for the summer until chicago which is in august but i have a feeling knowing me that some more might be added now we have a whole bunch of fan projects to tell you and we're gonna kick it off with ashley telling you about her dreaming in red so i'm not gonna completely repeat everything i've said in the past couple episodes but as you may know i'm doing a giveaway that i'm hosting completely paying for out of my own money along with a couple of other donors where you can send me an email talking about why you couldn't get tickets to the red tour and what it would mean to you to be able to go and then if i'm able to find tickets for your city i might be able to get them for you so you can send me an email to dreaminginred13 at gmail.com and the first person that one whose show has actually happened was last night in Detroit and he and his girlfriend had an amazing time. I didn't get to meet them. I was trying to find them in there, but it was just too big and crazy and there was no cell service, but I'm going to try and see if I can track them down and hear all about what their experience seeing Taylor was like. Cause I believe that was both of their first times seeing Taylor. So that was cool. And then I've had a few other winners. I've had a winner for Lexington a winner for Louisville, a winner for Washington, D.C., and a winner for Columbus. So that's a lot of tickets, and I've been lucky to get help from somebody really generous who wants to remain anonymous, but I'm just glad to be able to send more fans to see the tour, and I'm going to keep trying to do whatever I can to help people out through the rest of the 2013 U.S. tour. Awesome. That is really cool. That is just, seriously, that's really nice of you to do that for people. I'm just glad that there are other generous people who joined the cause and have helped because I'm only one person and I just wish I could send everybody, but there's only so much I can do and everybody deserves to see Taylor. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Oh, that's even cooler though that like other people have like kind of jumped in and also helped out. Yeah, it's been really great. That's I think the one of something that just shows how amazing Taylor fans are and how Taylor brings people together. So if he's helping Smurfies. That's what we're all about. 
So uh, our next update is um, on Bernice's little, uh, I guess, project. Uh, she's trying to trend Taylor to say yes to our love story, and uh, she really wants to get married on stage at a Taylor concert, which is really, really, really cool. Taylor's management has basically told her that, you know, for reasons of time constraints and stuff, that that really couldn't happen. But she's kind of, you know, trying to pitch alternative ideas right now and maybe, like, get married in Club Red or, you know, get married on the B stage during Love Story or something in a way that wouldn't necessarily, like, interrupt the entire concert to do it. So she still uh, she still wants to uh, keep going with it. So, you know, help her out, trend it, share her video. Yeah, I mean, Swifties helping Swifties, right? Yep. Definitely. So our next one is a Smiles for Swift project. It is a project that a few fans on Taylor Connect are running where you take a picture of yourself smiling and then email to smile email it to smilesforswift at outlook.com. So you can add your TC name to the email so they know who you are. And they're going to edit them into a video with tied together with a smile playing in the background. And it will go up on YouTube on the 21st of September. So you need your photos in by the 13th of July. And they'll then proceed to t- tweet Taylor and the agency and everybody that they can so that someone notices it. So go do that. Take a picture of yourself smiling. Awesome. Cheer Taylor up. And our next one is a project for the Greensboro, North Carolina show on September 12th. A fan named Mary is organizing a meetup at the show, and she wants to meet up with as many fans as possible. She's doing the ultimate VIP experience, so if you're doing that at that show, or even if you're not but still want to meet up, let her know. You can reach her on Taylor Connect. Her username is Taylor Allison Swift Updates, and she also has a blog where you can comment and tell her if you want to meet up so this next one i'm really excited for it's a fan music video to stay 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 and lee rye 30 on tc is doing it so basically you're going to be taking a video of you you, either people lip syncing or you lip syncing and dancing and singing or any talents that you may have um, and then e- you're going to email the video or picture to news at hotmail.com. And if they said if you would like an email to the link to you, if you would like them to email a link to you when it's finished, to message them on Facebook at facebook.com slash news, or direct message them on Twitter. And their Twitter name is news 13 So I think that's going to be really cool. Cool. So you don't have to be lip syncing. You can just be dancing or, you know, doing anything you want. So our next one is um, a fan who has an Etsy shop called Enormous Headband Store. And it's all of those, like, Taylor-themed, like, you know, vintage headbands. And it's really, really cute. And she uh, has two new headbands out. Uh, one of them is called the 22 Headband, and the other one is the Hyannis Port Headband. And they're both sold for uh, $10, and they include the wire, which allows you to, like, shape the bow and kind of keep it in place and stuff. And um, uh, these new vintage-inspired headbands would be perfect for summer, and, uh, you know, even wear them on the Red Tour. You know, go Taylor. Um, you can check out her Etsy shop. Uh, just go to Etsy.com, and her uh, store name is One Last Stitch. Yeah, so if you go to Etsy.com, you can put in that in the little search bar, and then it'll show up, and you just click on her shop that on there. I really want one, actually. They're really cute. I want one, too. Our next fan project is from the Swift Universe. It's an audio project. A fan named Kevin is creating an audio CD of fan messages to Taylor. 
the message that when you send it in to him has to be three minutes or less. It can be either an MP3, WMA, or WAVE, and he asks for you to make it in the lowest bit rate possible and to save it onto a CD and then give it to him so he can combine it with other fan submissions. And you can say whatever you want as if Taylor is going to hear it, and hopefully she will hear it. He's going to compile these all into one big CD and then try and give it to Taylor when she comes to a city near him during the Red World Tour. And you can email your audio to theswiftuniverse at live.com. So if you have any message that you would like to send in for hopefully Taylor to hear, you should definitely participate. So the next project is actually um, a project that we are going to start working on, and it's uh, the Swifty Yearbook. And basically what we're going to do is um, throw up the entire Red Tour. We're going to kind of compile, like, if you've gone to a Red Show, sort of create um, sort of a different version of a tour book based on solely fans, and it's going to be, like, yearbook-themed. So basically we want pictures of you guys in your crazy costumes with your signs. Um, you know, show us any creative, fun pictures that you guys took of yourselves or of Taylor and the band while you were at the Red Shows. And uh, we're going to end up having, a, like, a awards, like, best costume. Um, best sign. And best sign and things like that. And, uh, you know, they're all going to be, like, a part of this completely yearbook-themed uh, book that we're going to compile at the end of the tour. And if people have been asking us if we are going to do it for just the American leg or the European legs, um, I'm thinking we're probably if, uh, probably going to include everything. So the book probably won't be, you know, actually out and available until the end of the entire Red Tour so that everybody that's not in the U.S. can also participate. That would be really cool to get pictures from Red shows in different countries. That would be. And I know we have a lot of international listeners. Exactly. And hopefully within the next month or so, we'll have more details on how we're going to work the project. So I know this was a lot. This was a lot of fan stuff going on. And you can check out all these projects on our website at swiftcast13.com under the fan projects. So we have something exciting to tell you guys. We have our very first fan of the month. Yay! So um, we got a handful of submissions and it was really hard to choose because, you know, we think everybody that has done you know, has been inspired by Taylor, kind of deserves to be fan of the month, but we can only pick one a month. What really caught our eye was actually um, a band that was considered for fan of the month, and they call themselves the Swiftastic Four. And they had a really cool story. Um, they're all Taylor Swift fans, and they all met at different Taylor Swift events, and they're international, which is another cool thing. They're not, you know, U.S. Um, they're from, I believe, Singapore. Uh, one, of the, one of the girls does a lot of piano covers. Her name is Samantha. And uh, you might know her as, like, I think it's, like, SG Speaks Now. And she does a lot of piano covers, so you might have seen her around. But she ended up meeting a couple other girls at Taylor events. Uh, she met her friend Faith in a 2011 event. And uh, Taylor came to Singapore for her concert. And the next day, they met another girl. And they all met through uh, the different Taylor events that they were at and decided to collaborate and kind of become this band. So because they all met through Taylor, and they're both uh, Taylor fans and, you know, musicians... Uh, with various skills, like a pianist, um, a vocalist, and things like that, they created this band, called themselves the, the Swiftastic Four. And they've got um, a video on YouTube right now uh, that's a cover of Skyscraper. I, it actually was really, really, really good. It kind of blew me away. So um, you guys should definitely check that out. And uh, their feature page is going to be on our website. You can just look it up at swiftcast13.com. You can read more about them, the girls and their band. 
and you can see their cover and they're going to work on some Taylor covers in the future. And um, yeah, I think that they've just got a really cool story to tell about how, you know, Taylor just brings people together. Definitely. And for us, you know, one of the reasons we chose them as fan of the month is because one of the really great things about being a Swifty is coming together with other people through Taylor and just being inspired to pursue your dreams like Taylor has pursued hers. So we thought it was really cool how they all formed together to do this. And you can learn more about them, as Belle said, on our website. And if you are interested in being considered for the fan of the month, email us at swiftcast13 at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website and use the contact form on there and just tell us how Taylor has inspired you and basically your story of being a Taylor fan and what you're involved in. And if you've already submitted for the previous month, you don't need to resubmit. We hold on to everybody's and we'll be choosing future fans of the month out of everybody cumulatively that we've received. Speaking of awards and winning things, we have some giveaways going on right now, which are always exciting. Um, Our upcoming Twitter giveaway, which will be going on on Twitter, it'll start on May 12th and it'll run through May 18th. And this is our 22 giveaway. So we we're going to give away both the cat ears headband, similar to the one that Taylor wears in the 22 video, and a pair of heart-shaped sunglasses. So that's pretty exciting. Those would be great things to wear to the tour. I know I've seen more and more people starting to wear those. And if you want to enter to win, keep an eye on our Twitter account, and we will be announcing details for how to enter on May 12th. And it's also going to be on our website at the giveaways page. So if you've been downloading us from iTunes and you haven't done so yet, you should definitely go rate us five stars and leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. Um, First of all, that's a really good way to uh, get automatically entered in iTunes giveaway contests. We usually have um, we usually have iTunes gift cards that we use for those contests. And if you've left us a review, then you're automatically entered in all the contests. So that are run through iTunes, therefore. It's a good thing to do. And it's also really helpful for us because, A, you know, it helps us get, you know, your honest feedback and we want to make the show for you guys. Like, we're, you know, we're fans making the show for fans. So we want to know, like, what you think, if you have any suggestions, if you have something that you want us to talk about. Um, you know, reviews are really a good way to uh, give us feedback and let us know what you think. And then also, alternatively, um, the more reviews we get, the easier it is for people to come across us on iTunes. So it's really helpful to uh, help fans find us if you guys leave us reviews. So that's really, really nice if you would do that if you haven't done it yet. That would be very helpful. Definitely. And if also, if you haven't done so, you should go like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash swiftcast13. That's another great way to just keep in touch with us, know whatever is going on. We'll post whenever the latest episode has gone up. And once you like our page, you're eligible for any future Facebook giveaways, which there definitely will be more coming up in the future. So go give us that little thumbs up likey thing, and you will have another way to keep in contact with us. Yay! We'd really appreciate it. We would. Our Taylor Dictionary for this week is one I love to use, and it's Swiftastic. Basically, anything that's fantastic, but anything Taylor-related is just plain swiftastic. I like it. I like it, too. That's pretty darn accurate. I would say the whole Red Tour is pretty swiftastic. Yeah, I'm going to definitely concur with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, think swift cast, I think Swift Cast is swiftastic. 
Oh, I think so. I think too. that would be a good catchphrase for us. That should be our like slogan. Swiftcast is swiftastic. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of swift going on there. Yeah. I can see that as a bumper sticker. So you guys should tweet us and let us know what things that you think are swiftastic. And let us know about any Taylor related words that you use in your life or with your friends or on Twitter and it can get added to our future Taylor dictionary. Yay. Yay. I think that was a very swiftastic episode. I agree. Yes. Good word placement, Haley. Well, this is Haley, Ashley, and Belle wishing you guys a lovely day, and we hope to hear from you guys soon. And we will see you next week. Love, love, love. Bye. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.